Hi, I'm Doug Horchak, and this is Verse by Verse, a short podcast all about exploring insights and lessons of the inspired Word of God. Today, we're going to take a look at a verse in the book of Acts. In this particular verse, we find the Apostle Paul instructing a group of men, men who were ordained ministers taking care of what Paul referred to as the church of God. Let's read the verse I'm referring to, Acts 20, verse 28. Therefore, take heed to yourselves and to all the flock among which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to shepherd the church of God, which he has purchased with his own blood. So what was Paul saying to these men? And why was he saying it? Well, when you read the earlier verses in chapter 20, you realize that Paul had visited with these men for some time and was now leaving them, men that were elders and pastors in the church at Ephesus. And he also told them that he would possibly never see them again. Thus, he was, in a sense, expressing an emotional goodbye. He was expressing to them the responsibility for these ministers to care for the members of the church. We know that these individuals were all ordained, as with the laying on of hands that we find described in many places in the New Testament. Ordained ministers of Jesus Christ, they were considered shepherds or pastors that were charged with caring for the flock of God. In fact, it was in a letter that Paul wrote to the church at Ephesus that we find him actually explaining the type of work and care that the ministry gives to the church. You'll note in Ephesians 4, verses 11 and 12, Paul wrote, And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. So here Paul talked about the work of the ministry. And Paul went on to say that the purpose of the pastor's work was to edify or build up the church, to instill a unity of faith in the members, to help them be doctrinally grounded, and to help members grow towards being like Jesus Christ. But it's also noteworthy that Paul referred to the brethren as the church of God. In Greek, the word church is ekklesia, or called out ones of God. These days, we know that churches have many, many different names. However, the Bible itself specifically refers to this special group as the church of God. And we find that term used consistently in the New Testament when describing God's people. It is used here in Acts chapter 20 and then on numerous other occasions throughout 1st and 2nd Corinthians, Galatians, and once in Paul's letter to Timothy. The name, Church of God, given to God's elect is more significant than one might think. How do we know? Well, we know by the very words of Jesus Christ himself. On the evening of the first New Testament Passover, Jesus prayed to his Father. That prayer is recorded in the 17th chapter of John. And in that heartfelt prayer to his Father, Jesus prayed for those that God had called, and he asked that they would be kept in the Father's name. A most interesting and significant phrase. In verse 11, he said, Now I am no longer in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to you. Holy Father, keep through your name those whom you have given me, that they may be one. He said, Keep through your name. The word keep means to guard or protect or hold fast through your name. So we see Christ, in fact, referring to this moniker of the Church of God. But we find yet another identifier of the Church six verses later in verse 17, where Christ says to the Father, Sanctify them through your truth. Your word is truth. Again, Christ asked the Father to sanctify them, to set his people, his church, apart through your word of truth. So the Bible shows us that the Church of God that Paul referred to in Acts chapter 20 
are those individuals that God has called, people that God has separated by not only God's name, but by what they believe, what they teach, and what they live. And that distinction is significant. The thousands of Christian denominations, all claiming to represent the Church of Jesus Christ, can be confusing indeed. Yet we know that God is not the author of such confusion. In fact, we see in the pages of the New Testament, His inspired Word, very clear examples of how God Himself views His people, that group of people called the Church of God. Verse by Verse is a companion podcast to the Daily Bible Verse blog, which you can find on the Life, Hope, and Truth Learning Center. Check out the show notes for more.